What's up, guys? We forgot to record an intro today, so this is Casey introducing the podcast of us catching up after a long nine months. Thanks for coming back, and hopefully we'll stick around a little longer this time. Is this it? Is it the intro that we're doing? We just want to jump into the conversation. I'm ready to uh, get going again. I'm ready to get going. I haven't opened my mouth in six months. <laughs> you kept it shut yeah, six I months. Speak exclusively through microphones now. I, so. I, <laughs> I believe that. Um, what's been going on? Not only has the podcast not been going on, we basically moved a few miles in different directions from one another and that was the last that we were ever going to see one we another. We used to live because you actually left. You lived at Club Never and I lived five. Uh, we shared a yes, wall. I unofficially lived there. You actually lived there. No, you lived there. I saw you sleep there a lot. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, we shared a wall and it was incredible but now you're in the Beltway. You're out in the boonies. I'm in the hood and Oh, then you're in the hood. Where are you? I'm in Lindell Park. I don't know where that's at. It's like near Northside. It's like this whole neighborhood that predicates its identity. Are you on, on the east side or the west side of 45? I'm on the cavalcade side. I'm on like where the rail is. Well, side. cavalcade crosses over. So 45. the east side. I'm okay. on the east side of that. Okay. So yeah, I live near Northside. There's like a Chacho's over there. There's a I don't know what Chacho's is. <laughs> There's a Gerardo's. Shout out to Gerardo's. I know that because Yeah, it's like near the hood. That's the whole thing that they try and do. We're just near the hood. So to quickly summarize, um, we haven't done a podcast since, I don't know, maybe October of last year. Oh, Does my that sound God. about right? Uh, probably earlier. Yeah, probably I think September, early. I think. Yeah, because October I was in the process of moving stores. And so I, this would have been disconnected. Yeah, and our friendship ended there for <laughs> nine months. Well, it officially ended, but oh, yeah. Now, yeah, now we're co-hosting a podcast we're just co-hosting together. a podcast as sworn enemies <laughs> as my yeah. back is literally turned to you in <laughs> it's the, the oddest <laughs> thing it's I'm recording a podcast staring at the pig tattoo on your oh, right I'm arm I'm sorry it's okay um, we gotta do what we gotta do okay so um, October November December so you it's been about nine months nine months that's what I said you're just counting the months on the air <laughs> what Give me the the two-minute version of what you've been doing the last nine months. Last nine months. Uh, I went to South Carolina once. I've been to San Antonio a few times. Well, you have to tell us why you went to South Carolina. Oh, Thanksgiving with the fam or Christmas with the One of those with the For fam. some reason, I thought you're... Uh... My parents are in San Antonio. I thought your lady's parents was in Alabama. Her majority of her family is. Her parents bought land in the Blue Ridge Mountains. This is how you know I pay attention when you speak. I really appreciate I, yeah, it. The fact no that problem. you stalk my Instagram. <laughs> really, Your and Instagram my, wasn't even on. Oh, that's true. I was off. Yeah. I was. Oh yeah, I took a six month hiatus from all social media. Uh, which you were very, very helpful. Very devastated by the loss of the podcast and your. I didn't know how to. Your act. work wife, so you. I just, quit my job. You quit. You quit I, your job. You I quit your friendship. I retreated to the mountains of you, South Carolina. And more importantly, you quit Instagram. I, well, yeah. More importantly, I quit the one platform I had, Instagram, because it was a horrible, horrible suckle. And I got a new job. Now I work there, squabble, and uh, yeah, 
I'm like seeing people now. Me and my wife are out of our married hole for two years, and we're like, we're out in the world. We're hanging out. We're enjoying our life. What have you been up to? I um, I moved as well. I uh. Oh, you're on the boonies. I live at like Clay and Gessner. Nobody knows who that is. So almost to the Beltway. Oh, that's too far. Of uh, the west side of Beltway Eight. What's so it I'm, like? I'm now inside the second loop. The big, big the loop big that nobody loop. calls the loop. But I'm like, you're I'm, like, oh, I'm still in the I'm loop. Still in the loop. I'm in the beltway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, is it, you're in Chinatown. No, I'm, I'm nowhere near Chinatown. I'm in like Spring Branch. I'll be honest with you. I don't leave the loop. Well, there, Chinatown you know is near the beltway. Just the beltway is a very big thing. Yeah, I kept hearing the beltway. The most I ever heard the beltway is during Harvey, and they kept saying, like, oh, everyone inside the beltway or like, the Grand Parkway, whatever that one yeah, is. Yeah, the Grand Parkway, I think, is the one that took it the worst or something. Yeah, they were like, there's six million people here, and they're all underwater. Oh, wow. That was, that's what I kept hearing. But it was not true. We weren't underwater. We're fine. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I bought a house out. You happy about it? I love it. Do you honestly. really? Yeah. I've seen a couple of videos of your yard. The commute is not as bad as I thought it would be, because, um... It's kind of like when you have like as much work to do when you get here Mm -hmm. and then you go home and you're kind of like full-time dad, it's kind of like this 30 minutes to yourself. So you're you're at that point in your life now where it's like, (laughs) I need 30 minutes of a commute where I'm like, man, I just want to zone. Oh my God. It just sounded like so dad. It sounded, that's the most dad thing. The most peaceful time is when I hide and take a shit. (laughs) That's (laughs) it. You are becoming This Is 40. That movie. It's a, you know, I queue up a podcast and I listen on the way in and well, what are you listening to? What helps you like zone before you get home to the? I'm a big fan of the podcast network on the Ringer. So, so anything I'll, Ringer. I listen to rewatchables that I feel like I can relate to. Okay. I listen to pretty much anything Bill Simmons does. He's great. I love the NBA, but I hate their NBA podcast, so I can't do it. Their, yeah. I do not like their host. Sorry to throw shade, but man, for a, a network that is known for really honing in on the NBA, please do something about that podcast. Let's just talk about how we're five minutes into a podcast and you're already talking shit about someone else's podcast. Well, you asked and, uh, you know, I don't know how it happened. but I, You know just, how it happens because at your core, you are the biggest shit talker I've ever met in my life. I try not to be. It just comes That's, out. <laughs> it's because who you are. Well, the thing is, if like CNN had a bad NBA podcast, I wouldn't say anything, but the ringer is like the NBA website. I feel like, yeah, like they follow it more than anyone else. And I just feel like their podcast for the NBA has to match up. I mean, um, we could turn this podcast now into an NBA podcast. Cause I can finally keep up with one sport <laughs> and it's basketball. Well, it's basketball free agency. Well, um, <laughs> I don't know. I've been far- Well, right now it's basketball free agency. Yeah. I made a, I, I was telling you this off of air. I was like, I made a podcast, or I made a Twitter, just so I can follow NBA trade rumors. Because for whatever reason, me cooking late night has made me obsessed with the NBA. And I can't, I can't like not know what's going on. Oh yeah, speaking of cooking, so you're no longer at Nancy's Hustle. No, I left Nancy's Hustle. And you're no longer working mornings, you just reference working at night. Yeah, so I work... What happened there? I left Nancy's in November, because I had a brief existential crisis where I thought... I'm going to be poor. I have to go back to school. 
something that you've heard me say <laughs> maybe twice a year since I met you. Accurate. <laughs> like I've told you this I don't know how many times. And if you've heard it that many times, my wife's heard it like twice a week for every week that I've known her. Okay. So yeah. I left there. It's just like I kind of briefly I quit. And then immediately as I'm like phasing out, I was like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have quit. And when I wanted to go say like, hey, I, I take it back. I already hired, filled the spot. And I kept convincing myself that this is what I wanted to do. That that leaving was what you wanted. That to leaving do? is what I wanted to do. So I you needed to convince yourself of that. I had to, and so I realized that's probably the wrong thing. So I kind of like took out Instagram, Facebook. I had a Twitter for a second, and I took them all out. Took YouTube off my phone. Uh, I took like I limited everything. I kind of went into the my own little hole of reading Mike Tyson and it's like biography and a bunch of books. Well, here's the question in everyone's mind then. What What did you do when you took a dump? Oh, I read. I sat in <laughs> silent. Honest to God, I I consciously did that. Like, like novels going, or like on your phone? Oh, I had I had books. Okay. I had I was tearing through books like constantly, and then I downloaded in a paid subscription medium app. Did like, you feel like Instagram is missing something? Because I know that you're a big fan of when you get a new book, opening yeah. it up and like putting your hand kind of on it, and then like taking a photo. That is a thing that <laughs> putting it on your story. I mean, that's just me holding it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, it's it's my like, hands look a little dramatic. No, I mean, it's kind of like, look, I'm reading. I'm cultured. <laughs> you think that's what I'm doing? <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm. I, I read. Look, I care so much about food. I'm reading about dumplings. I love reading. Well, I haven't. All right. Okay. I guess I do. <laughs> but do that. you lost. You lost the opportunity to do that. I did lose the opportunity, and I feel much better for it. I like having the screen time thing on like the front page of my phone monitoring it trying to take this very seriously but yeah i work at a new restaurant in the heights squabble time or squabble at squabble time it's where the old southern goods was yeah so what happened to southern goods burned down and then i, I came heard, back I, it did come back so during harvey it took a hit and okay. then it was open because we went there then it burned down and so there's still areas like in our walk-in where you can kind of see the remnants of the fire or like outside you can kind of see like it's charred. Why was everyone making like insurance fraud accusations? Because that was like the time. second one of theirs that burned down. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know anything about that. But it, but it always seemed busy. It always was busy. I think it was just, you know, it, it's a lot of rent. It's a <laughs> it's like prime, prime spot. Do you have any idea what you guys are paying for rent? Oh, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars i'm sure it's absurd north of 10 probably yeah, absolutely yeah Damn. that's insane but it's like two of the biggest restaurant tours in the city opening up this bo- like restaurant and bar they're killing it it's crazy busy we just got reviewed we got more reviews coming yeah we're i'm a line cook now i'm like a sweaty line cook so people watch you cook, or is this... Yeah, because I'm on cold station, so I'm out in the front. So you get to see me. You get to see the back of my head. Is that a lot of pressure? It's a lot of pressure because I've only been doing it for two weeks. So you still haven't kind of, like, found your... I've got... I'm very, very confident. Like, outwardly. Like, I take a... I irrationally take a, confident or properly confident? I take a stress shit before I go to work <laughs> every day. With your novel. Absolutely. And with my novel, I take a picture of me <laughs> holding my novel. You save them up. Yeah, so that's what yeah, it is. I'm just okay. going to bombard you one day with all my stretch <laughs> shit photos. Yeah, but that's what I do every day. Okay. Yeah, I'm 
I'm getting less and less nervous every week. But I'm, yeah. Do you have to stay after? Because you kind of have the, as a prep cook, you kind of like when you're done prepping, you get to go. Yeah. As a line cook, do you have to stay and like close the restaurant and shit? I close once a week, uh, Saturday. That's Saturday. why I can never go back to restaurants, the closing. It, it's pretty rough because like service ends at 11, but I'm still there. I walk out most nights between 1, one thirty. Imagine being like a waiter and you're just like sitting around waiting to be tipped out. You're like, please just let me go the fuck home. It's pretty like, brutal for some <laughs> of those guys, but like even they leave so much earlier than we do. Oh, really? Yeah, the kitchen's okay. the last to leave. Us and the dishwasher. It's rough, but I love it. I'm back in the kitchen. I don't want to do anything so else. now the regrets are gone? All the regrets are gone. Okay. It was just FOMO. That's Shout, all it was. Shouts out to Nancy Hustle, though, for giving you the... Oh, yeah. Shouts out to Nancy Hustle. You, I love it. Do you it. feel like they were a stepping stone? Or... They, they opened my eyes to this stuff. That chef, Jason, totally opened my eyes to like what cooking is and like why... I mean, why I love it. So, yeah. They like open my eyes to beautiful French Frenchish food, and that's all I want to do. I thought when I had seen, I think I saw you in January, maybe February. Yeah. I thought you had told me that you had gone to like help open a coffee shop. Oh, I, yeah. Well, yeah. I I had to get a job in between these two jobs. I went to go. I went back to work for. So since Amaya. everyone's seen you, yeah, you've had three jobs this is a really <laughs> me focused podcast I, mean, I don't mind talking like this no, I always no, do people are you know people are um, curious what you've been up to I feel like you're deflecting from talking about yourself you're kind of the, the well come on uh, married father of two I, I'm not gonna have the stories you have needs 30 minutes to <laughs> zone out to himself and listen to Bill Simmons I understand yeah. no uh, yeah I went to go open a coffee shop with Amaya, I was part of like the opening crew there, but honestly, it wasn't like they pan picked me. It's like I needed a job, and they were generous enough to always hire me back. So I went there. I worked at Catalina, Amaya. I thought about Smile Booth for like thirty seconds and remembered <laughs> what, like I can't ever do that again. Yeah. Um, I think I texted you at one point, like, "Hey, I'm looking for like a gig," and you sent me what is still something that I <laughs> like. This isn't even an insult. I was like going to compliment you, and you're already preemptively nervously laughing. Because <laughs> like, I'm like, what, what is he going to say? What's gonna say? No, you're like, hey, you have outgrown this, or like whatever. It's like, you, I will not. Because if you need help looking for a job, I'll help find you something. But you should not work here. And you like refuse to give me a job, or like even throw me a bone, because you're like, you've just outgrown this. And it's it was nice. It was a good, it was a very. It was a testament to our friendship. You well, lack of friendship. We're <laughs> this is a podcast with two. And if if only enemies. you had been on Instagram, you could have screen capped it and shared that with the world. Ah, uh, see, yeah, I would have loved to do that. It's like, <laughs> look, Casey's actually nice. To all the haters we keep those in private. Yeah, that's a private one. Now, so I just did that. Um, what else did I do? That's it. I just worked in coffee. Yeah, it was. It was not. Did going back good. to coffee make you realize you didn't want to be back in coffee? I, I realized that before and I worked at the coffee shop yesterday because I just need at this point I'm just looking for like a second job too because let's be honest going from <laughs> tips to no tips is a tough thing to do yeah. so you just gotta transition slowly I mean I had a second job while I was at Nancy's you know so we'll see you know yeah. anyone out there hiring <laughs> throw your boy bone what about uh outside of work life what you said you've been going out more. Well, yeah, me and Taylor have been going out. We uh, we got day drunk the other day. Yeah. Uh, 
stumbled into some friends at Better Luck Tomorrow that I do not remember, but friends told us that they saw us and we were just having the time of our lives. Um, we're not sloppy drunks. We're just very happy drunks. Oh, yeah, and you had a birthday recently. Oh, yeah, I'm 27. I'm late 20s. 27. 27. Officially in your late 20s. I like it. Yeah, 26 is mid-20s. 27, you can kind of... If you, you wanted may, to say mid-20s, nah, you could. I, I've never wanted to. I was like 27, 29. That's my late 20s. I'm okay. in my late 20s. I feel good about it. Now being married at 27 doesn't seem young. 27 and married seems like, hey, yeah. So yeah, it's like I'm a young guy. I mean, guy. it's younger. I'm a young guy who's married. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being married. I'm How old married. are you when you get married? 25. I'll be two years in December. December 9th will be two years. Oh, nice. Yeah. How long have you been married? Um, I was at your wedding. It was beautiful. Yeah, so just over a year then, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, so... Sick. My two years will be um, April 16th. Was that the day? It's on my Instagram. Oh, God, I don't... <laughs> or I can look it up because I took a selfie with y'all two there. Oh, no, it's 420, isn't it? No, it's... I mean... No, it's Friday the 13th. It's, is that right? No, so it's 4.13. Oh, my God. What a couple of sad boys y'all are. The reason why I, ke- I get confused is because I was trying to make it land on a funny day. Where, and I really? was like, I was like, 3.16 would be hilarious because that... Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh <laughs> <laughs> that would have been incredible. Yeah. Here, I'm, I'm yeah what's funny? Well, I'm not, I don't feel that was? bad. Oh, wait. It was April 13th. Yeah, which was Friday, Friday the 13th. Friday 13th, yeah. Yeah. So, um... Oh my god! I don't feel that bad because she thought we got married in March for like six months, and then I was like, "No, it was in April." I remember. Oh, like, rough with this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Taylor go back and forth. We keep forgetting, but um, man, I had long hair. I, I got a haircut. Yeah, you look good. You uh, look I got faded there for a second. You look vegan. Do I look? Am I, I have like that vegan look, kind of like vegan? like sunken in uh, cheeks. I lost some weight yeah. for sure. Uh, I was oh, I started working out. Like, I was working out. Five days a week for four and a half months. You were inspired by a uh, Mike Tyson. Your wife's. <laughs> or, I was gonna say your wife's brother, but Mike Tyson works too. I wish I could say that it was. Well, Sean sent me my workout program, well, and you, I was sticking to it. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Oh my god! Still one of my favorite. What a great quote. If I ever, I've t- I keep telling Taylor I want a Mike Tyson tattoo. Okay, so what's your second favorite Mike Tyson quote? I can't openly say any of them over there um oh, it was one i was gonna i'm gonna fuck you in the ass like, you remember I'll, the press I'll, conference yeah it's like i'll fuck you till you i'll love fuck me. you till you love me and i was like and when you hear him say it in that context it's not even like have you homophobic seen homophobic or anything you, it's just i'm gonna dominate you in every sense of the word have you seen the uh college humor skit of the sports ranting the guy who acts like he writes rants for sports people no, but I feel like I should. I'm definitely going to email you that. Yeah, send me that. He, did, he, he acts like it's all planned and that he wrote the Mike Tyson speech. Oh, my God. Like that, that sounds so incredible. It's really funny. Yeah, college humor. You are old. Well, this is a really old skit. Wait, really? It's the Modern Family guy, like, when he was, like, season one, maybe. I love that people are coming on to stuff that was really cool 10, 15 years ago, and they're like, it's just the age of streaming. You can find any, like the office, the oh, yeah. forever trend. It, yeah, it's crazy. The office Seinfeld is like probably more is, popular now than it was. Seinfeld's more popular now than it ever was. No, it was the biggest show in the world in the nineties. I feel like it's still just as relevant though. Like you find kids that are wearing Seinfeld shirts. They like they stream Seinfeld. That's true. Nostalgia has become its own brand. Nostalgia. Just, is, yeah. Are you are you a nostalgic person? F- for sure. 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you think like man in the like mid nineties that movie? Did you see it? I have not seen mid nineties. Okay, but the mid nineties, you were how old? You were um, like twelve. I was like ten years old in eight, uh, 94. See, that's what that movie is all about. You, you should watch that. movie. I know. I've, I really feel like it will hit home. Well, the the soundtrack is fucking phenomenal. But that's that's like your. When I look at that movie, I thought of you because I was like, this is Casey's aesthetic. <laughs> like not the whole skater vibe, but right. like that this whole thing is like, oh, this is him. Yeah, it was more like the guys who ride bicycles instead of skate. You were like a BMX kid? BMX, yeah. I like these photos that I saw on your Instagram recently of you as a kid just bullying your other brother. But like both are kind of like in the collared shirts like of that time. Yeah. Like that was a thing. Everyone wore polos. Like we would be in style this year. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So People are, crop tops are in. No fear is back. I've seen people in and one stuff. That's my favorite No fear is back? Yeah, no fear is a thing. God, I remember being young and wanting nothing more than fucking no fear clothes. I had no fear boxers, <laughs> shirt, I shorts. Like, I feel like you're a little young to have been in the no fear. Oh, I was pretty like, hyped. It must have been hitting the outlets by the time you were into it. It probably was. Yeah, my parents. We were I think there kids. was a no fear outlet store, and I think it was by the Big Dog store. That's oh, I had Big Dog too, man. <laughs> we were outlet kids. Like we're balling on. A well, budget. I lived right near the Conroe outlet. Yeah, we we're balling on a budget out in uh, That's a San Marcos, the Texas. Big Dog. The Big Dog being a brand for so long is just so fucking funny that to me. That was the best, man. It was out there for the longest time. If you can't run with the Big Dogs, stay on the porch. <laughs> oh, no. That's a real one. Gosh. I love how... Did you have all that gear? I had a couple of Big Dog shirts because so it was like, it was one of the edgy thing, edgy quotation edgy? marks. You know, where it's like... It had like funny... like It's like you were Big Dog if your mom wouldn't like you wear Big Johnson. I don't know. There's a big Johnson. See, that's before my time. <laughs> big Johnson was all about a little tiny dude who had a big, big, big old dick. wiener. Yeah, um, and they were like borderline racist too, because the only oh one shit. I can remember was like Little Dixie, The South Will Rise Again, and it was oh like, God. and it was like, I think there was Confederate flags in the background, oh, but it was like, no. a, but it was actually referencing his dick, because the South. Oh my god! Because he's gonna get a they, boner. They loved it. <laughs> you loved it as a kid. You're like, this is hilarious. Yeah, I get like it. Like eleven year old Huntsville me was probably like, <laughs> hell yeah, boners. boners. <laughs> so good, mom. That's Taylor's my, favorite word to say. Boners. My grandma bought me the Massimo Blurry shirts. Yeah. And uh, the one that was really popular was the one that said "Sight for Sore Eyes." But then when I finally got taken the Gadzooks at the Woodlands Mall. Yeah. Uh, there was one that said stop or you'll go blind and I thought it meant stop staring at the blurry shirt or you'll go blind oh my god but it was a masturbation joke oh my god and so I came home with it and my grandma didn't get it either because she bought it for me and I came came home and I came home and my mom was like immediately livid about it I, I still wore it to school and no one ever said anything to me because they would have to tell me that it was about masturbation in order for it to be a bad and they're like, we can't tell about this we can't tell this kid I'm like, yeah. I'm like no it's stop looking at blurry words or you'll go blind oh my god <laughs> duh <laughs> you were that shit kid yeah you absolutely were what else has been going on what's been going on with you well you've been focusing on me and my career we've moved club never to river oaks that's right and we've integrated the Sorry, a little sip of coffee there. You're good. We, um, I used to sell like a lot of like hype stuff, like Supreme and 
Kanye. Well, now it's everywhere in your store right now. Yeah, so I used to only do that online because I was trying to get like legit Nike accounts. Um, Nike denied me again. Whatever. And so I was like, fuck it. Um, let's put it all on the floor at the same time. And how's that been working out? So it's been gangbusters. For real? Yeah, it's Shit. been killing it. Uh, I partnered awesome. up with the dude who was... Uh, who I did a sneaker summit booth with. Chris. Uh, is that his name? His name is CJ. I was close. close. Okay. Yeah. And he, he also had a lot of stuff. Yeah. So we kind of put our stuff together, put it on the floor. And then it was so well received that it's just kind of been like nonstop, like sourcing of like limited and rare merchandise and like hype stuff and all that. So, yeah. You know, every week we have the latest Supreme. Every Kanye drop, we have the latest Yeezy in here. I mean, I'm in a. <clears throat> but we also can't kept see this. There's just like a room full of shoes, Chinatown market shit. There's like Supreme this, Kith that. I mean, I've seen a bunch of this shit before, but yeah, it's so crazier. So yeah, we still kept the original like, Club Never concept. We ventured less Americana, not doing as many button ups and boots and stuff. And oh yeah focused more on the graphic tees of like pleasures and chinatown and born and raised so we still have like that for like the person who's not into the hype and then not into spending a hundred dollars on a t-shirt but then we also have like i would say 65 percent of the store 70 percent of the store with like hype stuff it's so hype in here yeah there is there's a lot more naked people all over your place now <laughs> like i've noticed that i was like oh there's there's titties there there's hold on where there's like a photo with some titties over there. Oh yeah, the Ace. And I was like, Ace Man, this is a little, this is bold. Okay. Yeah. I used to just be born and raised, and you'd like kind of tuck those away a little bit. <laughs> like, All right, that's not a fan. I'm still, yeah, I'm but, still like kind of like iffy on on putting certain things out. But now I'm in a partnership and not a dictatorship. So, oh man, how's that so feel? Compromise. You've been head dictator for most of your career at places. For yeah. Like the past like yeah, what seven eight years, you've been like I'm head honcho. Frankie, do this. Salad, do this. Casey, do this. Yeah. It's definitely different. Yeah. So, well, that's mm-hmm. cool. And then Ed, but Ed's still here. Ed does work here on Fridays. You listen to any of the older podcasts, you definitely heard Ed on a couple. <laughs> you heard us talk a lot of shit about Ed, my frustrations with Ed. And then we have an upstairs spot here where we sell vintage from 12 to 7. Wait, so, really? Yeah. It's called The Attic. You can follow it at The Houston Attic on Instagram. Oh, and right. it's run by neither CJ or myself. There's a dude named Adam Rapp. You may know from, if you're like an old head, he had a radio show. Huh. He's up there. He curated the vintage up there. He has a lot of like uh, good deals, like three for 20s. And then he does like really high end stuff too. So just, we try to head to like, you know, I don't know if you remember, I always like talked about Club Never being like a space. Yeah. Or like whether it was going to be like, barbershop or like tattoos. You weren't sure because you did a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, so like I always kind of wanted to be where like people would like hang out. You had some ratty kid make corn in a cup out front of your yeah. store one time. And I still want that. This space isn't big enough to do everything but yeah. like hopefully eventually like we can have a store that's like more focused on like the hype in the higher end and still have kind of like the club. The club aspect concept. of it? Yeah. I feel like that's the only way that retail survives when you have stuff like that. You have to have something different. You I mean, can't just like does. follow the old. Yeah. I mean, and they need to make... reference a competitor. Well, they're not really competitors. It's yeah. Just well, I think we're store. totally in different spaces now. Well, like, yeah. I think now that the boots are gone and the leather's gone, it's just like 
they can't carry Supreme, but they do a ton of pop-up shit, and they're making candles, and they're, I don't know, there's, Taylor has so many events at that store, it's crazy. Yeah, you go into a store like that, because, like, the experience that you get from shopping Man Ready's website is in no way, shape, or form similar to going into that store. Yeah. And it's the same for us, like, you can't go in Club Never, and you can buy the retail stuff, so we do that, but all the... We don't do any of the hype stuff online, and we don't do any of the vintage online. So you have to come in and kind of, like, find, like, your own taste. You can't, like, come in and be like, oh, like, how quick did this sell out? What's this going for? I mean, you can look that stuff up on your phone if you're that type of person. But yeah, uh, we like with that stuff, people coming in and, like, kind of experiencing it and, like, finding something that they like. So Man, y'all should just have, like, a little pop-up restaurant here. Just have, like, one little guy selling corn and cup inside <laughs> your place. Maybe. I don't know, but it's like we're in River Oaks, so like the rules are a little different around here. I don't know. So, I don't know what's I yeah, you you weren't kidding. Your life is kinda of boring at this point. Right now. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's I mean, I'm glad you're doing so well. I really am. I I've I'm, I'm it's it's I not it's this. I hate I hate to like say that it's boring. Like work has become like completely different because the demographic has gone from like twenty five to forty five to like 12 to 35. Oh, these kids love it, man. Yeah. They love their sling bags. They love their Supreme. So my favorite thing to do is like to really make like a kid feel cool or like. Yeah. Yeah. You think King, I mean, King's already pretty cool. Yeah. King is pretty cool, but I don't get anybody that young, but yeah, like just like, you know, I remember like even just like the comic book stores going in and like anytime, like Anytime you ran into a cool employee when you were younger, I feel like, like it stuck with you at least. Like I, two I or three still years. remember a couple of cool employees. It's like a teenager as a kid. I was like, oh man, that guy had cool hair. He had really cool tattoos. I'm going to look like that guy one day. There was this uh, there's this kid who came in, and him and his sister were there, and they only had 10 bucks to spend. And I think they bought like a couple of box logo stickers or something, just like the cheapest thing that they could buy. Yeah. And they bought as many of them as they could. But like, they felt super cool. No, like, uh, well, maybe they did, but they were outside and they were getting on their bikes and I went outside and I gave like him the Supreme Bounty Ball and her like the Supreme Shower Cap. Oh, And I was like, hey, thanks for coming, guys. You know, come and see us again, da-da-da. They're super high. And we sell those for like 20, 25 each. I always forget that you're a huge softie. (laughs) You're a total softie. I always forget this about you. Well, there's not, there's just like, those are like those years where like that shit really sticks with you. I get that. So. Yeah. And if you're relying heavily on a business model of, like, word of mouth, too, like, the experience is the most important thing. Those kids are going to go, they're going to go tell their friends, hey, if yeah. you only go in there with 10 bucks, And their babysitter is going to, you know, tell them. And that's not why I did it. but no, I'm like, I know. But that's, you know, that's the secondary, like, bonus to it, isn't no, it? No, like, it's cute. You know, their babysitter is going to be like, wow, and then this guy came out and he gave them the stuff for free, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's so, super nice. Aw. So it doesn't happen in Montrose. It happens over here though. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, if I go into a store and like somebody's like too cool for school for like my kid one day, I'm gonna be like, fuck this store. I'm not bringing my kid here. I'll just buy shit online. Right. So, um, I just yeah. kind of want. I want it for the, for what what I would want. That's you got an Apple Watch? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just it's they're very like jarring looking at those things <laughs> yeah yeah dude it's great because like is it great it's great in, in a way that like 
I can just kind of like look at my phone and see if it's, a, I mean, look at my watch and see if it's a reason to go get my phone to respond to it. I guess. Whereas like if we're talking and I pick up my phone and I unlock my screen and I go to my messages and I open my messages. It's very distracting. Then it's kind of like, man, is he like bored? It's when, whenever you hear like just me talking nonstop and feel like it's rambling, it's because Casey's on his phone. <laughs> Casey's on his phone and he was like, well, oh, I, I got like, this Both thing. of my coworkers like messaging me, like one of them's telling me not to sell something, the other one's telling me that they're running late, so. I mean, just premium content right there. <laughs> premium content. I just wanted to, I, I just wanted to let you know I wasn't like watching Instagram stories. I was like oh, man. trying to multitask. Oh, well, man, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad that this is going well. I'm glad you're a dad. You got a second kid on the way. Yeah, no, that's I, sick. That's I love being a homeowner too. Super. Oh yeah, I got a kid due next month. And you're a homeowner. Look at you. It kind of worked out. Like we were like, we should get a home because we do want to have another kid eventually. Right. And then in the process of buying the home, we're like, hey, we have another kid on the way. Did you feel like Third Ward Houston was like maybe not the coolest place i wasn't like in the rush but like my mom was getting divorced from my stepdad and like they had owned the house i was living in together yeah so i was like this is as good a time as any to like really try to get out of here try to get more space we were already you know living on top of each other in that duplex you had like 12 dogs yeah or something like that no yard really yeah small yard small two bedroom one bath so now we're in a three two we got a big yard. We got oh a basketball God, court. I'm so bored with uh, <laughs> the the proper way to to sound bored is just to go. I mean, I wish. See, I, had I been on social media, I'd that, that's what I'm Frankie sorry. used to always do to me. If I was taking too long to tell a story, he'd just go. Oh my gosh, where have I been? I need to start doing this to you. I really do. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, like work changed a little, life changed a little, but you know, it's pretty much like super routine at this point. I feel like our lives has changed a little bit. Like me and Taylor's, like we live kind of in the hood, so it's a little bit more exciting. Um, I mean, I feel like in Montrose, I had more stuff. Available is it a brown man? Are you allowed to call it the hood? Yeah, because as a white man, I could not call. You it can't call it. That. I, I totally that. can. Yeah. Um, that is the right I have been given <laughs> growing up in the upper middle class suburbs. Of <laughs> San no, it's. I mean, it's cool over there. It really is, but half the street is really really cute housing cottage homes two stories the other half i kid you not is run down this one woman has like 10 apartments in the back that i think are legitimately shacks that she rents for like out by the week uh and then a block over is public housing that gets super weird real quick but it's kind of a working class neighborhood so no one really fucks with each other it's kind of nice because it's, it's like a very cultural thing that's how i always like, felt about third ward i was like if you don't fuck with other people, everyone yeah. minds their lane. And everyone minds, and that's kind of just kind of the unspoken rule. You just walk around, everyone's just like, and it keeps it cool. But if you go right across the street, the other side of like Fulton, it's very, very cool, very pretty. Taylor's like, can we just move to the other side of that street? I was like, yeah, probably. We probably should, to be honest, because it gets sketchy over here sometimes. Well, um, we I got you- a truck. Oh, that's another thing. I have a car. Yeah, and you have like a serious like off-road bumper on it too oh the guy my buddies who <laughs> so saw ford it. ranger cab and a half yeah with this it's normally like oh it was a hand the high, bumper. The, like the high school girl size truck oh is, how dare you <laughs> how i had dare. i had one for a long time it's great so i i would recognize um 
you know, the kind of vehicle I was riding in. But, um, I don't know. I think, um, we gave the people about a half hour on us. Yeah. What, what about what's going on? You got some thoughts on, uh, I got a lot of thoughts about 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 all my thoughts. First thought, number one pops off the top of my head. KD, you need to not go to Brooklyn. You need to head over to the Knicks. <laughs> Kyrie, you need to go over to L.A. He's talking about the NBA, if anyone is. If you aren't... Okay, that's fair. There's a lot of people out there who are going to listen to this who are like, KD. Is, is Casey talking about sports? Also, basketball? Why am I listening to this podcast? This is the ringer. This is a new passion of mine, okay? I found this parallel between cooking in a professional kitchen and NBA basketball. Twitter gossip. Twitter, yeah, oh. The what? gossip is the is the meat. And, and the, the gossip is what got me into it, but I keep looking at me. This is what I was called like the first week of this new restaurant by my chef. He was like, You are sec you are sophomore season Russell Westbrook. You come in with a ton of energy. You're coming in hot. You're either gonna score forty five and have ten rebounds and you're gonna have a it's gonna be a one man show or you're gonna tank. For like two days, <laughs> you're gonna put up 35 shots. Yeah, make 11 of them and have nine turnovers. He's like, you're gonna go down, and that the equivalent of that is he, me going he, down, he not shucking enough oysters. That's what my he compared you to a young Russell Westbrook. That's hilarious. He's like, you're young Russell God, Westbrook. What a great comparison. And he was like, I need you to be 10th season LeBron James. He's like, that's where I need you to be at. He's like, I need you to be a four general. He's like, that's yeah. He's like, I need you to be that guy. It's like that's where we're gonna get you to. Where do you, where do you think you are, man? He he started off with the compliment pretty high with the Russell Westbrook. It was high, but it was also like a little bit of a slap. He's like, well, it's because the highs are so high and the lows are the so lows low. are so low. Yeah. I mean, you can say that it could have been Carmelo, but the Russell Westbrook one, he really thought about it. Or Carmelo, that might have been fighting words this stage in his yeah. career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he's a uh, well, Carmelo, go Carmelo right may now. come to Houston. No, L.A. L.A. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, um, he I've. He's my Greg Popovich. This guy is my Greg Popovich. Damn. I think I'm like. I'm very. I'm very sad. I w- I couldn't have been your Greg Popovich. You're not my Greg Popovich. Absolutely not. Who am I? Who am I to you in the? You're NBA? my Skip Bayless. Oh god. <laughs> I'm just here for the hot take. Just here for the hot take. You're oh, here to stand the plot. If you're Skip Bayless, I'm Shannon Sharp. I'm Stephen A. Well, now we're just comparing to other people yeah, who commentate I just, now, on things. Now I can't. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know where you fall in the pantheon of if you're my Russell Westbrook, NBA life. If you're Russell Westbrook, then I'm like your your Scotty Brooks. You're my Scotty Brooks. I'm like I help you I helped you craft yeah. your craft, but you couldn't reach your full potential with me. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> you're my Scotty Brooks. They had to fire me, and I had to, had to <laughs> move on. You've moved on to bigger, better, much different things. Okay, who who is Ed in the NBA pantheon? If Ed, your employee at Ham Cycles and Club Never, mm-hmm. Ed is. Hmm. The drunk guy in the bleachers. <laughs> he racist remarks. The Russell making Westbrook. racist remarks. He's the guy at the Utah game who's like yelling at Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that's that's it. He's that, he's that guy in this uh, analogy. I think I think uh, Ed is uh, Glenn Big Baby Davis. I don't know oh if you man, him. I love how that guy's become relevant with his names recently. <laughs> oh, is, is he yeah, names? I just saw him do like a celebrity game or something. Oh, he's in the big three, isn't he? Yeah, he is. the Ice Cube League. Uh, I've dubbed myself Young Manu. Is Young my, Manu? Young Manu. Is it because you kind of look Argentinian? A little bit, yeah. It's that and just a lot of energy, but you're still, I'm, building. I'm building. Do you think you're going to have your hair in your 30s? Oh, absolutely. I'll have my hair in my 80s. Okay. Do you think you'll have your hair in your 30s? I'm 35 Four. now, bro. So oh, 
Yeah. Oh, man, I think it's the first time on air that I've called you not 45. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be totally I honest. turned 35 in May, so I'm like mid-30s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I got, I got my hair. I mean, my hairline might have shifted back a couple yeah, centimeters. Yeah, yeah I get But good. I don't have any monkeys, but. When's the last time you went on a bike? Uh, I'd say about, besides like test rides at ham, I would say like three weeks ago. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I haven't had a serious bike ride in who knows how long, but like, I think I've got the, I've got the bike at home for the boy, maybe a month ago, about a month ago. A month ago, you're like, all right, yeah. I gotta get on this thing. Yeah. You gotta counteract all the The thing is, like, I want to take him out, but like, there's like this window of like 6.30 to 7.30. Yeah. That, like, his mood has to be right, and my mood has to be right. Oh my god. Because it's too hot to take him out there. You know, like 2 p.m. <laughs> so it's like if we can hit that that right mood, then we can go out. Do you think you guys are locked into? Wait, we're going back to talking about family shit right now. Well, I'm just curious. Do you guys think you're locked into Houston forever? I mean, at least five years. All right, I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, outside of like, if like, I'd have to seriously consider an opportunity at like, like a Nike or something. Yeah. But the fact that I'm not pursuing those jobs either. You're just like, I'm riding this out until the third kid comes and I need that paycheck. Well, I just, I just hear that, like, <laughs> I'm not going to have a third kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all right, cool. Cool, yeah. too. I mean, but they're, I mean, like, so the lease at Club Never expires this year and the lease at Ham expires this year. So, like, it's like crossroads time. Woo. So it's like, am I going to buckle down for another three to five at both? Or do I want to go work for the man? And, like, when I get off, I'm off. Like, I don't go home and think about work for 20 hours a day. Yeah, that could be pretty cool. Yeah. So that's something to consider. I get that. Especially, like, with health benefits and stuff. Like, our insurance is terrible. Oh, I bet. So. I just got health insurance. Speaking of insurance, though. I got health, dental, and eye insurance. Vision. It's sick. I got that kicking in next month. on, on, On that note. So. There's a presidential election that's... Oh, it's, it's popping off. It's already popping off. It's been popping off since... Let's be honest. It's been popping yeah. off since well, the like de- a month after there 2016. There was two, two debates this week. Oh, the big Democratic one. Yeah. And it was so big that they had to split it into two. That was ridiculous. Well, okay, so me making the Twitter, I obviously follow the real Donald J. Trump. Um, which I don't know if you do or not, but you need to. I do follow him just so I can screen cap and be like, guys, have you seen this? He... I don't... I showed Taylor one this morning of him as like the New York Times cover of him like Trumpism and it's like 2016, 2020. It's like how long do his policies last us into the future? He retweeted it. It's like these gifts that people make of him of his ideas going on to like the year 3000. Well, he was like he just trolls people. <laughs> he, I love it. He was. T- <laughs> I do not love it. <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious. Just as like from a comedy aspect, I find it hilarious that he's just he's like. He's kind of just like this old New York guy who just like trolls people. Well, he was he was um, tweeting out those uh, Game of Thrones parodies of like sanctions are coming. Oh, see, I think how like do you not think that's not such, funny? That's hilarious. It's funny that he's like like a child. He's that's just like an funny. Old, he's but just what's like not an funny is like is like what's happening. The to real, the, country. the real yeah. like terrifying stuff behind it. Like but the, it's just like the, the crisis at the border is crisis, yeah. Yeah, the whole thing with Venezuela going on. That's what I've been trying to like understand more about that terrifies the hell out of me. The, um, uh, what? The, um, children in cages is, a, is, I think it was going on. Oh, that 
last time we spoke, and it's only it's gotten worse. Literally, still going on. So it that, is horrifying. It feels. Well, that border, doesn't feel real. What is it? Their border director is resigning this week, or has resigned at this point. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, kids sleeping with like the foil blankets. Yeah. No, uh, lawyers arguing that. Yeah, that was like the last thing we had seen. Is like they had given these people like foil style blankets. Well, the most recent thing that I saw was that a lawmaker was arguing that toothpaste and soap and other stuff like basic sanitary things are like not necessarily. It was yeah, it was like the defense team for the president or whatever. Yeah, they were they were, they were yeah. stipulated as like, hey, well, they're only here for a short period of time. It's like, yeah, you may have started out as a short period of time, but it's no longer that. It's like, how are we not saying that this isn't like they're sleeping sanitary. on concrete floors with all the lights on and other children are taking care of other children, and it's like some of them had the flu and nobody's really doing anything. You have it's to imagine like, the like amount of like sexual assault and like molestation going on is going to be like pretty rampant. Too. I can't imagine that's not happening. Like it's it's horrifying. I can't experience it. Did you see that terrible photo of, like, the guy, like, who did not cross? Oh, him and his daughter? Yeah. Yeah, apparently there was backlash about them, like, even showing that. I was like, oh. how do you not show that? How do you not, like, the people show the who don't want to see it? that, like, don't want to know the reality of what's going on. That's what it is. They're like, it's oh, that's like, so offensive. That's this, this and that. It's like, it no, is that's... offensive. People are risking their lives and losing their lives li- to get I mean, here. The people have been dying... I mean, it's the lowest it's ever been, but it's still going up. But that's the risk that it's important to show photos like that so people understand what these people are risking just to get here. Well, it's something I disagreed about with, I think, was it Bush or Obama who banned the photos of like soldiers coming back from Iraq in caskets? He was like, hey, we can't show it. I was like, you have to show that, man. Like, that's the reality of what war is. Like, I don't, I, that's horrible. Like, those photos, like, allow people to understand the gravity of, like, real-life situations that are happening. People are dying, and it's it's awful. Very bad. Let's see that two-year-old when I have a two-year-old. Oh, man. So it's a tough one. I can't talk about this too much. I'm going to cry. Yeah. I started tearing up. It was a tough one. And Tear- did you read the story? It was, like, apparently he had made it. He had made it across with his daughter, and then he went back to get his wife, and his daughter followed him. Oh man, for real? Yeah. And so that's him. Awful. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough one. Yeah. Um. What else? What else has been going on? Anything a little more lighthearted, maybe? I mean, NBA free. Uh, I mean, we can talk NBA free agency for the rest of the podcast. I'll just quickly ask. Do you follow the Rockets the way that you follow Absolutely. the Spurs? Okay. No, the Rockets. No. I mean, I, I follow the whole CP3. Like, and James Harden thing going on. Like, I really haven't. Well, it looks like we're ready to, like, throw everyone away except for those two in order to, like, bring in Jimmy Butler. I hope y'all do get Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I love Jimmy Butler. Dude. He can't play with anybody. I know, he's the, um, He's so much raw talent, man. He's so good. He's, like, a worse version of Kyrie in the, on the teammate scale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's absolutely. Like, everyone hates him. Who's played with them in like the last two years? And like, he's been on three teams, in but the last they're two years. so hyped to get him. They're like, oh man, I need this guy. I need this guy. Well, he's from Tomball. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. I think if people will really like that. I I hope he is happy to be. I hope he comes to Houston. That'd be interesting. That would be. I think that'd be a solid three. Do you kind of hate this era of basketball a little bit, or do you love this era of basketball? The player empowerment, where I players like, are just like, I'm doing this. Players are. I, I'll give you three years. Now I'm going where I want. I want to go play with my friends now. I like it because they're the ones with the talent. The owners Absolutely. are still billionaires. It's not like the player empowerment has like, like caused them not to make money anymore. I like it. I like that they're 
Yeah. I mean, look at Anthony Davis. How old is Anthony Davis? Twenty three. Twenty six. Twenty six. Oh man, I guess he's a Yeah, that guy just created so much drama just by himself. He's his own brand. He's his own like everything. This guy. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see the Lakers this year. I really am. Yeah. I'm excited to see the Pelicans. I, I like the super teams. I didn't like it when it was like the Warriors. I didn't like it, it when it was, was like, why I hate the Warriors. It was I think just like, everyone hates the Warriors. They were already like a, such a great team, and then the ad like a top five player was like it's ridiculous. On, bro. You think KD is the best player in the league? No, absolutely not. Who's the best player in the league um, right now? Like, what's the criteria? Uh, I think commanding the team. Like, is it like uh, like is the question like who I would take? Or who's like the most skilled? I think most skilled player. Just so I can tell you, it's Kawhi Leonard. Well, I mean, Kawhi, LeBron are competing for that top spot with KD and like three or four. I don't feel like it's Kawhi. I feel like Kawhi led a team to the championship this I f- year. I feel like he. I think he it's definitely just easy to that, write him off because he's he like, gave him that push, but like he wasn't even an MVP candidate. And there's a reason why it wasn't because people were like hating on him. It was because he was just like he's a really talented team around him and like. He did what he needed to do. I mean, Giannis is probably the best player in the league. And he, um, the last two games of the finals, like, it was Siakam who stepped up. Oh, yeah. That and Lowry stepped up. So uh, they were able to win without him having great games. Do you think he stays with the Raptors? Man, I hope not, because I just feel like it's Will so you much hope not? Why? I, hope it, I just feel like it's so much more interesting if he goes to the Clippers. What? Even though, like, the West the is the so lo- loaded. Yeah, I was going to say that. Who's in the East? Well, hopefully KD goes to the Knicks. Hopefully Kyrie goes to Brooklyn. You know, hopefully things like that. But you don't want that. You don't want them on a team together. Who? Kyrie and KD. No. You know (laughs) why? Because I don't really care for either one of those players, and I feel like if they're on the same team, it like immediately becomes. You just like like, this is like the move. And I really just want the Knicks to be good again. Like (sighs) speaking of like longing for nostalgia, like I grew up in the '90s, and the Knicks were like. The team always battling Jordan, and then they were the team battling Hakeem. I was just like, I'm with you on that. I would really be into the Knicks being. Really and when Madison game. Square Garden is like popping off, it's like it's crazy, and like Spike Lee's yelling at Reggie Miller. Oh, like, it's the best! It's all the it's all fun. So yeah. that's why I really liked Drake getting involved. It reminded me of that. I was like, yeah, See, like have a crazy fan on the side. I heard lines. a lot of people like talking like, oh, I hate Drake. I hate how he's involved. I was like, I love it. I love that I know, he's it's yelling, just one more element. shit to Draymond, you're trash. He's just, like, going by, like, <laughs> I'm tweeting at Isha Curry. Like, I love it. Yeah, it's, I like it, too. Just yeah. one more one more element. It was like Jack Nicholson. I remember in, like, the like 2000s getting technicals in the finals and everything. I love that. That was, my, <laughs> that was like, the crazy fan. Like, yeah, just, I, I love when teams have, like, a really, like, like, because even if you hate the team, it, it gives you one more person to direct your hate at. Yeah. So people who hate Raptors, man, they must really hate Drake They're because really Drake is already kind of easily hateable. Oh, I dislike Drake until this year. I dislike <laughs> Drake until, like, the NBA Finals. So I was like, this There's guy's... so many good, like, Drake gifts, too, of him on the sidelines. Oh, so uh, they're the best. Just he's so just good. a fangirl, man. Like, every he's, like, an NBA superstar, he's just so happy. I hope Kawhi stays. I really do. And I hope they have like a. I hope they win another championship. So who do you hope joins Anthony Davis and LeBron and and um, the Lakers? Oh, D'Angelo Russell for sure. But they had Russell and they traded him to the Nets, so there's no way he's going back. I don't know, man. Like I feel like that coming back under a LeBron regime looks great, and the team that they're building right now, I think that's great. I would love to see Kyrie 
but back think out okay, LeBron reunion. Here, here's why I think it's going to be hard to get a free agent instead of a trade. If the Lakers win, everyone's going to go, wow, LeBron did it again. He did it. If the Lakers lose, they'll go, man, I guess D'Angelo Russell is just not the player we thought he was. Mm. Okay, yeah, I get that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm there with so you. So it, it's kind of hard to play third fiddle in that in that group. I get Have you watched LeBron's show on HBO? The, is it called The Show? two episodes of it, and it's, it's, it's like 12 people in a room, and it's like a 20-minute episode. Like, yeah. So. I... I watched one with the John. I think the first one with John Stewart. Oh, I haven't seen that one. That one was good. I think I only watched that I one. I mean, it was good. I was just like, hey, man, you've got all these people in the same room. Like, maybe this show should be like an hour or two. Like, it was feel, yeah. like, it was like 24 minutes, and I'm like, Don Cheadle was in the episode. I feel like wow. like Seth Rogen and Don Cheadle spoke like for four minutes, and I feel like they carried the whole conversation. I feel like the comedians like the are the time. ones that really do. And LeBron's just like, let me pose a question. I feel like LeBron does this the whole time. I'm rubbing my beard and like he's nodding. Like, and like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has <laughs> one of the most, he's one of the most influential people in the world. I get that, but well, I love that he spoke out about against the about what when he called uh, Trump a bum. I mean, how is that a thing? Like, of course, like well, you remember, Michael was always afraid to like do that. Yeah, he well, said Republicans buy shoes too. So Michael Jordan is a salesman. He's like a. You hear Kobe Bryant making statements? No, not really. Michael no. Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tiger Woods got in trouble. Never made any statements. Lance Armstrong got in trouble. Never made any statements. And then people got really mad, like uh, Tiger, for going to the White House to get that little like yeah. Where do you stand on things like that? I think... Like, if you don't fuck with him, you, like, shouldn't fuck with him at all. Is I understand, like, the Warriors saying, like, I'm not going to go. I understand, like, the e- wasn't it the Eagles? Or who was it? Uh, with, like, half the Eagles went. Like, half, half the, didn't. had the Red, Red Sox win. It was, you know... It's, yeah, like, I, I understand it. I'm, like, taking political stands like that. But I think if someone does choose to go, you shouldn't give them shit for it. Like, I, I really don't think so. It's, like, it's an op- once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It is, like, an honor to be there at this place. Like, you, maybe you don't like that guy's ideals, but... So, um... I think I understand both sides, and I think I would give anybody... Your new restaurant wins, like, best restaurant in the world. And yeah. And Trump's like, I want to honor you guys at the White House. You're like, I mean... Oh, me personally, I wouldn't go. Same. Yeah. Fuck that. There's no way I'm going... But I'm not going to knock somebody for going. That's the thing. Like, if Trump said, like, hey, Casey, you're one of the best chefs. I want you to, like, cook for me at my dinner. It's like, hey, man. Like, I'd say, you go order McDonald's, you fat foot. I was like, let's be honest. <laughs> this isn't for me. Okay. This is Melania's idea. And yeah. no, absolutely not. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, like, that's just that. not me. I would. Yeah, I couldn't do it. But I'm not going to knock somebody who does. Because it just doesn't bug me that much. So yeah, go get your uh, it, award. It, it doesn't it doesn't bug me that much. the the worst that the worst thing of it is like when people refuse to go. Yeah. And people are like, well, if you disagree with his policies, what better time than to go to the White House and speak to him? It's like you think that's what's happening. That's not what happened. You think that's what's You're happening? He's like, hey, uh, Donald, let me uh, catch your ear for a second. Yeah. So I think these baby cages are a bad idea. And he's like, oh. You know what? You know what? You're absolutely right, Gronk. Gronk, 100%. Gronk. Yeah. That's the best example you could have used. Yeah, this is a Gronk. You're 100% right. Um, yeah. You know he's winning in 2020, though, right? Um, man. Let me make this stand real quick. I do not support Trump. I don't like the guy. I'm not a Republican by any means. Definitely a centrist. I, what did I do when you said that? 
you went, you wiped your face and just like, oh, God. I think it was the whole thing. He's going to win in 2020. Biden's not going to win. I want Bernie Sanders really bad to win. Well, there was a a tweet that I saw today. Shouts out to Twitter for being the best social media. Well done, Twitter. Um, But it was like, this time in the GOP polls, last year, I mean, the last election, so this would have been um, 2015. We were laughing at Trump. Trump was polling at 1%. Yeah. Jeb Bush was polling at 23%. So anything you think you know now, you don't know shit. I understand that. I really do. No, no, not you. I just mean people who are like, oh, Biden's a front runner. I'm like, no, I don't no. think he is. No, he's definitely not. I don't think so. I think the hugging thing hurt him a lot more than his, like, like past, like, borderline, like, racist shit. His, I mean, like, you knew it was going to come up. locking up people for, like, minor drug offenses. I like, mean, that's what Kamala Harris is getting hit for because she was just, I mean, she's a prosecutor. Um, I, yeah, I like she, Tulsi she Gabbard a, his, a lot. She has a she has a history of a uh, of um, maximizing the penalty for minor drug offenses. Oh, she got, as, when she was a prosecutor. She got hit with a bunch of stuff about like kids' parents should go to jail if their kids are truant, and it's like a incentive to make their kids go to school. And you know who's been really unimpressive? Who? Beto. Oh, wow, Robert. he has looked like shit. It's so disappointing. I really don't think he should have ran. I thought I, he should have stayed in his I thought lane. He, I actually thought he should. I was like, you know no what? Way. Texas is too red. You know, he's, I he's think a he liberal, just... but he's he's got a centrist mind where he's not like, you know, like over the top. Right. And then he just, you know, and now I'm starting to think, he looked good because Ted Cruz is who was across the aisle from him. That's why. He's in a room with Elizabeth Warren, and he can't fucking... He can't stand up to her. And that's disappointing when you can't, like... Out, <laughs> see, the whole thing with, like, Elizabeth Warren is... She has more tra- energy. She has more conviction. She I mean, has she's, everything... She's been around had. a lot longer. But she won't win because all Trump has to do is just keep tweeting Pocahontas. And, like, that's <laughs> I it. I will say it is his best insult. It's the best one, man. He just... <laughs> You can't not Because Sleepy guy. Joe doesn't make any sense to I me. Mean, Sleepy like, Joe's whatever, or like Sleazy Chuck Schumer. Or those Sleepy like, Creepy Joe made a little more sense, but he's since dropped the creepy. He, just, he dropped the creepy. So it's um, not just Sleepy Joe. I really, Sleepy Joe, I'm like, this, is he known for being sleepy? I don't understand. Pocahontas is his greatest one. It really is. Pocahontas is really good. <laughs> <laughs> to call Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas. You gotta like He has one for Mayor Pete. I can't remember what it was, though. Oh, uh... I, it's because he can't say his last name. It's like Chichicha or something. I don't know. I've I've heard people butcher so, that. So so let's say like the ballot is like every Democrat and Trump. Who who are you casting for today? Oh, every Democrat. Yeah, and like Trump? there is no Democrat primary. Everybody who's who do I like? Yeah, I like Tulsi Gabbard a lot, and I like Bernie Sanders. Mm. Andrew Yang's okay. I like that he's actually talking about certain things. He's not afraid to. <laughs> Andrew Yang is hilarious. Andrew I Wang, wish you would have seen him last night. I didn't see him last night. I didn't he was like, day. they were like, um, um, Mr. Yang, you said that you want to give every American a thousand dollars a month to spend. Uh, that accumulates to like three hundred trillion dollars a year or something like that. Yeah. How do you plan to pay for that? And before he answered, he goes, "I'm sorry, what was that?" <laughs> it was, it was, like, it was it like was, he was totally unprepared. For you think he was just like, I gotta buy some time. <laughs> uh, one more time. Yes. Well, the thing about the, that was your time. So <laughs> funny. The, um, All right. The best way to catch up on these uh, debates in like 15, 20 minute segments, I think, is the um, the Seth Meyer segment. Okay. A closer look. Oh, I always like this. He he yeah. nails it down. He's really funny. Yeah, um, he's really funny. Yeah, but my thing, my take, it's Bernie. 
I, I, I agree. I think Bernie could can beat Trump. I think it's gonna be harder for Bernie to beat other Democrats than it will be for Bernie. To I beat feel Trump. like everyone needs to just like stop right now. I think everyone needs to stop and say like, vote for Bernie. Vote. Give a clear cut idea and just say, here's Bernie. Let's He's always him. wanted to hold the people doing the worst shit and making the most money accountable. It's thirty years of consistency. More than that, even yeah. Yeah, it's thirty years of consistency, and that's what I want. The only thing that bothers me about Bernie is his age. Trump is 74. And that bothers me, too. It's like, you just know you're not. His mind's going to mush, but Bernie Sanders has been, like, active for 74 Okay, but let's imagine he's a two-term president. He's not. He's, like, hitting his 80s? Like... I mean, yeah. Is that not concerning you don't? I mean, like, do you have a grandparent in their 70s that you feel like is, like, quick of mind enough to run a country? If my grandparents are now 84 years old... I don't trust it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't trusted right. them for a while. Right. I love them to death. But I just, right. That's I so said, crazy like, hey, you're to make me. Why are all these for... people over 70? Yeah, you're going to make decisions for like our 68. family. Yeah, that's why people in their 50s and 40s step in to like, help these older people. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that's why if only Beto wasn't shitting his pants. That's what it is, man. He should have stayed in Texas for another like four years, man. He could have had it. I think so. Yeah, well, it's maybe he'll get a cabinet position and like Is kind of shaving out there. <laughs> he's, he's cleaning um, <laughs> he's cleaning the lint balls off of t-shirts. Oh, okay. Shoes. I heard the like a razor going, and I thought I think your employee is shaving <laughs> on the floor right now. I don't know <laughs> if this is necessarily. Is this like a that new thing? It's like, hey, we're gonna give a complimentary. That would uh, be hilarious. We want to head shaves. Shaving. Just like Ed, that's Ed's job is just to like shave people when they walk. Yeah, in. I agree, Bernie. I don't think he's gonna win the nomination. I, I mean, I'm, I'm anyone but Trump camp, and I, unfortunately, as it stands now, but 13 months out. Yeah. I do feel like he's on the track to winning again. I hope so. No, not Trump. No, God, no. I thought Bernie. Never mind. Don't hope Trump wins. He will win, though. But Take that out of context. Yeah, please. Chop that one up. <laughs> I think a good note to end on. Please, yeah. I, don't believe, I don't want Trump to win. So we're not promising anything, but we do have some consistency in our schedule going forward. So we're going to try to pump out at least one a week, hopefully two. And I'm trying to parlay my cooking career exit strategy into like a writing for the Ringer Shea Serrano podcast <laughs> yes. kind of thing where I talk we about We realize food. that we're creatives at heart and we're out here busting our ass in retail and wine cooking. And we need someone to recognize our talents. That's what we need. So, <laughs> That's just me and you. We come okay. as a team, unless uh, you'll take just me, and then we'll, we'll come solo. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thanks uh, for listening. Now that the show is over, and we have jointly exercised our constitutional rights, we would like to leave you with one very important thought. Sometime in the future, you may have the opportunity to serve as a juror in a censorship case so-called obscenity case. It would be wise to remember 